Okie dokie. All right, ladies, so I have handouts. Let's go over what we're gonna do today. All right, here are the handouts that we're gonna follow along with for the seminar. Uh, that should be, if you could ju just start passing around would be awesome. I have a blank paper here for your folders, hole punch if anybody needs notes. So I'm just gonna leave that here if you need it. Then we are going to talk about juicing and uh, I couldn't find the pretty blog that Jamie, you always find for me. But um, I'm sure I have it somewhere. I know, so I had to print out the oh. original version with all my spelling mistakes corrected, so. <sighs> I'll find it. I have a medical writer. I send every, every blog, every article, everything to her first because there are legal ramifications you have to be in if you're a nutritionist and speaking about medicine. So all those notes there are things she corrected. Okay, and then I've got recipes, so you can just hand them out. Oh, I need a copy so I can follow along with you, darn it. Oh good, I need that because I, I, I need to follow along. I got it, oh, okay, thanks, perfect. And then I have um, this recipe, um, these recipes, it, I'll, I'll explain that after. Thank you so much. Um, Okie doke. We're going to start doing some fun, like, uh, pumpkin recipes. I have tons of them, so each week I'll, I'll bring me some or I'll email them out. All right. Did anybody just recently buy a juicer since we started all this? I did. Did I mean, 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 I Everywhere Thank else. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have the air fryer for when you come to the house. So one of the things we're going to make is chips for everybody to I'll take home. I'll too. Oh, so excellent. Extra. What so a great idea. Like Perfecto. One, one I love that. How do you find, okay. like, when you use yeah. it, is it hard to no. clean? No. no. It's super stick easy. It I've been telling you that for years and years and years. Literally, I stick the basket When you come over, yeah. When you guys come over, I'm going to show you how to clean the juicer. It's so easy. Yes, it takes a couple of minutes, but I mean, we have to take some time for our own health Also, healthcare. if you do it right away, it's better because it doesn't... Yeah, we're going to go through all of that because Miss Laura needs yeah. it. Yeah, and if you use the little thing that comes with it, it's so much easier. The little tool? Yeah. I haven't had that tool forever. I, I think I it broke like years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I just bought one from Walmart, like the bristled one that I hold with the soap in it, and I just scrub everything with yeah, that. Yeah, because the other one has a little paddle that gets the Yes, out. yes. I had to buy one, but yeah. that's fine. Where did you get your degrees? I got it at Macy's. Oh, they were having their big, they had a big, uh, you know, they always have a big sale. They're having a big sale right now. I got it at the day sale because it was like. Yeah, they have good sales. Always check the sales first. Alrighty. I want to say it was like, it was like 100 bucks. Yeah. I checked the price and it was the same on Amazon. That sale at Macy's was. And honestly, you can, you can find them for like 50. I had texted Tracy. After she bought it, I texted her about the deals. It was cold. It was 89.99. something. Something it's been in my eye since I woke up. Okay. Continuing from where we left oh do you have drops? Amazing. Continuing from where we left off last week. Alright, well let me know when I can start. Right. Let's start because we want to work out too. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So 
continuing from last week when we were talking about like the guilt and binge cycle, um, the guilt and binge cycle of eating, as we were talking about, there seems to be so much shame and guilt associated with our eating habits, we tend to feel alone in that struggle. We have ruminating thoughts of self-hatred and guilt while we are eating sometimes. And I think the sad thing about that is that everybody feels exactly the same way, and yet we feel so isolated and alone with our relationship with food. What, the fly? It's a biggest fly. I know. I will kill it eventually. Um, yeah, I think, thank you so much. I appreciate it. One's gel, one's regular. I just need the regular. Thank you. This one regular? Thank you. Um, okay, so I feel like there's so much like guilt and shame. And the interesting thing is, is that I'm only using you guys as an example. But, you know, let's say you're home and you're binging on something and you feel really bad about it, but you can't really control it. Then you have all this guilt and shame, right? Let's say three of you did that. You come to the gym, you see each other. Nobody's talking about it. You all feel like it's your own heavy baggage. You all feel so alone in that situation or in that struggle. And the reality is, if we just talk more to each other, and I'm talking everybody out there, if everybody was to be able to talk about that more, then I think it would be so much healthier. I think then when you talk about it and you bring it to the surface, you start to help each other with a little bit healthier recipes or some suggestions or, and it starts to become more of a positive conversation. And when that becomes more of a positive conversation with people, then you don't feel so alone and the shame and guilt doesn't, you know, consume you when you're by yourself. And I think that that is something that when we discussed the first seminar about the guilt and shame, you know, it's not your fault. It's just that we are constantly being made to feel guilty and shameful for our relationship with food. And that has a lot to do with how we overeat. Because when you have a habit or an addiction, are you doing that around other people? Or do you binge it when you're alone? Right, anything that you feel guilty about, anything in life that you feel guilty about or self-consumed with thoughts, you're going to do more of it. Because it's all consuming. It's almost like you have literally two people in your head. You have the sensible person that uses self-control and understands, you know, what food is for and how it is. And then you have the other voice in you that's constantly trying to make you an addict, right? And when you're addicted to something, you're alone in that. Even though you're not alone, we all deal with some form of that, it feels very lonely. And I really do think if more people got together and started talking more about it and bringing it to the surface and helping one another be healthy, two things will happen. Once it's brought to the light, it's no longer a secret and a problem and something dark, right? When it's brought to the light, what do you need? And I think if people got together and spoke more about it and brought it to the light, also it's kind of like we're uniting against being force-fed wrong information or wrong food or anything like that, it's almost like if we all get together and do that and it starts to become in the light, then we can make better choices around whole foods. And then the more that happens, the less the companies are able to continue to push something on you that makes you feel alone, addicted, and guilty, right? I had an idea about a recipe sharing club. I think if we after we're done with it with this particular program 
I would love to be able to set up some online um, recipe sharing clubs where people come into the forum and they're able to get off their chest their feelings about food and then somebody else can you know respond to them make them feel a little bit better and that's how we start to come together as a team and when you start bringing things out of the light and up to the surface the evil goes away right because it can't live in the light make sense so I would really love to start that. I was thinking a lot about it last night, and I have several ideas on how we could do that. But I think it would be wonderful because if we're allowed to get those feelings out in a safe environment, in a closed group on Facebook or a website, then we're able to talk to each other more and share so much more information with one another because I'm sure other people out there have so much to teach me, have so much to teach us, right? But I think it's wonderful because... I belong to several, it's very sad, but I belong to several, um, uh, you know, grief uh, groups on Facebook, parents of lost children, right? And I go in there a lot and I try to post my blog and I try to help people. And it's really wonderful because they're closed groups and it's great because somebody can come on and they, they could say, they could talk about their darkest moments that us parents that have lost children don't talk to people about. And they're able to express themselves. And then we all as a community gather around that person and give them advice and help. Some people in that group have lost their children 20 years ago, and some of us are more recent, and some of us are that day they post. It's awful, but it's also so therapeutic for everyone. And I'm only, only saying that because it's very similar to kind of any deep, dark problem, right? So it doesn't matter if it's losing your child or food. For this purpose, it's kind of the same thing, just for his purpose. I think um, it's kind of like, like Facebook where everybody puts everything that's yes. really wonderful that's going on in their yes. life. But when you actually know people, you know what's going on really in your life. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what you see on Facebook. You posted somebody's meal, your yeah. fitness, and I wanted so badly to say that would never fill me up that when that amount of food would never satisfy me. Agreed. Me either, but I have to say something, Joanne. To be honest with you, I don't really use meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So when I do my food, that size meal, I probably have five or six of them a day. You know what I mean? And I don't really do breakfast, lunch, dinner. I've learned everyone is different, exactly. So when I post things like that, I'm just really posting it so you get ideas on combinations of food, you can see how much you should eat in one sitting. Let that digest. A couple of hours later, you can have the same size meal again. But let it digest. When you are consuming foods in smaller meals, you will shrink your stomach and you will start to need way less food. A good way of doing that is to break it down into those small meals until the day comes where you're like, oh, interesting. I didn't eat my third or fourth small meal today. Didn't eat it, right? It's kind of like dripping, yes, it's like dripping nutrients into you all day long, so it's building a base, and eventually you're just not going to want all the bad stuff. Well, also, sometimes you forget yeah. of the healthy things that you did. Exactly. Do, like Megan said, oh, can you give me the that recipe yeah. for the, the lentil the soup? With the yeah, she did the same thing with me. I was going through recipes last night. I forgot all about that. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Um, so easy. It's so easy. So easy. I have tons so of them, good. so I'll print them all out. I do too. Start. I, I was like, oh, let me look for it, and I have. And exactly. I just think that that's kind of the purpose of sharing all of that, is just so you could see combinations of food. You can get ideas. If you're really hungry and you want to make a bigger plate of that, go ahead and make a bigger plate. They're just 
ideas. And when I say portion size, I mean at one sitting. And it's okay to have three, four, or five sittings, but or little meals. But as long as they're healthy, eventually you are not going to be as hungry, and you will stop the sugar and carb addiction. It is a drug, and it's a complete addiction. And if you just stay tough for three weeks and not have any sugar or carbs just to get it out of your system and eat healthy food, you're going to need a lot less of it when it's over. It's going to get really comfortable week three, and you're going to find that you just don't need as much food. You also start to crave healthy food. You do. Yeah, me too. So let's put our heads together over the next few weeks and figure out, like, if anybody else has ideas on how to start that. I have plenty of ideas, and we can kind of come together. But I think that's a project we should have ready when this program ends so that it will be helpful for us through the holidays. There's one that you should check out. It's called Eye Track Bites, I think. Eye Track Bites. Okay. Sorry, Lily. Don't be sorry. Yeah, and I think it would be helpful to do it more like a vlog. Yeah. Because sometimes, like in Facebook, you get it's too many. It's so confusing. It's more organized. Okay, that's a good yeah, idea. Do it as yeah, blog posts. <clears throat> sometimes I find hard. It's hard to go back and find what you were looking for. Yes, I know. Okay, always screenshot. I screenshot everything. I have I have twenty six thousand pictures in my phone, which is probably why I can't record anything on it or take a picture. But um. But I pull that up. I mean, it's when I took my phone over to Sprint and they were like, well, I need to put your information. The guy was like, are you serious? I'm going to be here for eight hours trying to do this. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. It's important stuff. I should probably download onto my computer. Anyway. Um, do you have the, uh, the Google photos? The Google. Yeah. You mean Google images? No, Google photos. It takes everything off of your iPhone and puts it onto Google photos automatically so you don't have to do it and it's free and it has like unlimited space so that's how I cleared up my phone okay I'll get the exact instructions for you or you from you the cloud only has doesn't have unlimited storage so the interesting thing is that everyone feels that that they are alone which means there would be more healthy discussions about food between women so that it becomes something positive to share with others and not something that is shameful That is not our fault either. We have been brainwashed, if you think about it, by all the fad diets, promising miracles, and the food companies taking advantage of our food addictions that they cause. The thing with all the fad diets out there, everybody's going to fail on them, maybe 10% don't. So that's another reason that everybody always constantly feels guilty because some of these diets are impossible to stick to, and we shouldn't have to stick to them. It's not even healthy. And then that makes us feel bad, right? I mean, I tried... uh, it was a while ago. I can't remember which one. I stayed on it for two weeks, and I'm healthy. I'm like, I can't. This is too rigid, and I can't do it. And then you feel like a failure, right? All right. So what are some helpful things we can do to combat this shame and guilt? As we talked about, saying positive things while you're eating is really effective to change the way you think about food. Because nobody can do that for you. You have to train your brain to do that. <clears throat> um, talk, talk to friends openly about issues you are having, like the binging and guilt cycle. And I guarantee they will, they will respond with, I understand, and me too. Once that conversation is open, you can then help each other in a more productive and positive way. Ask them to do a recipe share swap with you. You can find healthier recipes and share them so that food and your relationship with it doesn't feel like a dirty secret and there is no shame if you are moving it into life. 
the women that compete, oh, <clears throat> I really did want to talk about this quickly. It's not going to take long, and then we'll move on to juicing. But when you see, maybe because obviously I follow a lot of fitness pages and nutrition pages, but when you see like these bikini models, for example, or fitness competitors, all they do is think about what? Food and nutrition, right? They are a constant slave to it. So even though it's because they need to keep this size and they're in a bikini, does not mean that they are any more healthy-minded about food than we are, okay? It consumes their life. It is very sad. I have dealt with a, lo a lot of those girls that come to me after they're done with those competitions. Their food issues are worse than our food issues. The constant counting of calories, the constant counting of macros and micros, the constant, um, I can't eat a sweet potato today, it's not my dinner. I'm cutting in two weeks, I'll do it then. It is constant. Seems exhausting. It is exhausting mentally, exhausting physically. So I just kind of wanted to point that out because sometimes when we see those people, we think they're the ones that have it all down. They've got the healthy mind because they look like they have a healthy body. They don't. It's almost like an anorexic mentality, right? And just, just all consuming all of the time. So I just wanted to bring that out and to point that out because sometimes we think when we see these people, wow, they're in amazing physical shape, like they're totally healthy-minded. Opposite. One extreme, anytime there's an extreme, it's never healthy, right? It's never, if you're all consumed by something, it's not a healthy thing. So whether it's them, whether it's us, doesn't make a difference, right? Okay, so I just hope that makes you feel a little bit better. All right, here's what I really wanna do. I wanna go over juicing really quick. Um, because I want to teach you the basics. Some of you that have done uh, my challenges over and over again have heard most of this, but I think, you know, since it's a big topic this time, it'll be good to have a little uh, refresher, right? So this is a blog post I wrote years ago, um, but completely stands true to today. And I'm sorry that you have my medical writer's copy. All right. That blog, I can't find it online anymore. Jane, you found it? Oh my God, amazing. Okay, I'll send that out in an email because it's just prettier than this one. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, you did. 2012. My blog used to be called It's All About Lily's World and then WordPress stopped using that so I couldn't log into it. I don't know what happened. Anyway, that's it's supposed to be really pretty. So I'll email that to you. Thank you, Jamie. Okay. The term juicer or juicing was once only widely known to describe the use of steroids by bodybuilders. Specifically meathead types who would rather who would refer to the cycling of steroid use as juicing up. The only association we had with the healthy kind of juicing using fruits, vegetables, and herbs was when Jack LaLanne started doing infomercials for his juicer. And even then people would call him a quack. They would say it was a hoax, a gimmick, nonsense, and didn't do anything. Juicing was viewed as something limited to hippie, tree-hugging types, and it was widely shunned by the majority as a bona fide health aid until the last few years when it has garnered extreme popularity in mainstream culture. First, I want to explain why you should incorporate juicing into your daily life. What are the benefits and how can it change your life? <clears throat> I can tell you my own personal experience with juicing has improved my life immensely 
My immune system is stronger. I'm more alert. My skin has a glow to it. My weight has never been more easy to control. My appetite for sweets and carbs is almost gone completely. My energy is better, and I feel more clarity and focus than ever before. Totally stands true to today. When I'm in my juicing mode every day, completely still stands true. Every word. The most common question I get is why is juicing better for me than eating the fruits or vegetables whole? Well, for one, when you juice a vegetable or fruit, you are separating the fruit or vegetable from from the skin and from the fiber, leaving a potent elixir of antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals. You know all that garbage in the thingy? That's the fiber. When you consume it whole, you need the fiber. We still need to consume our fruits and vegetables as whole foods because we need that fiber. When you remove it, you are able to then absorb a hundred times more the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants in that particular fruit or vegetable get straight into your bloodstream when you drink it by juice. So you feel effects immediately. And if you are trying to juice to heal a problem, it begins to heal immediately. You still need to eat, but that is why juicing is so much better. Because once you take the fiber out of it, it then becomes a really potent medicine, basically, and nutrient, right? Okay. Uh, Okay, when you eat the whole food, your body cannot absorb 100% of the goodness because it is being consumed whole with fiber. Fiber is very important, but when you mix it with vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, uh, yep, your body does not absorb the entirety of the nutrients because fiber can interfere with the absorption process. Once that fiber is removed, the potency, absorption, and overall bioavailability of the nutrients is much higher. Take, for example, a simple carrot. High in fiber and nutrient-dense, yet these nutrients may be rendered less accessible to the body because of the high fiber content. In fact, a carrot is often seen as a bad vegetable by diet gurus because it is supposedly has a high sugar content. Now, juice one carrot, and it is among the healthiest natural juices you can consume. Its elixir, once having the fiber separated and the juice extracted, could be considered the most potent single juice you could consume. Its health benefits are endless, yet you eat a carrot whole, and although it can add bulk and help one feel full, the nutrient value content even doesn't even compare to that of a carrot juice. A juice, because of its liquid form, is able to be absorbed into your bloodstream relatively quickly, thus delivering the nutrients to all of your vital organs in a near immediate fashion which means you also feel the effects of those high-potency nutrients right away. You feel more alive, more energetic, and more clarity. Because what you're drinking is live nutrients. They're alive. That's why they die if you put them in plastic and they die if you leave them overnight. Um, juicing can give you a euphoric feeling. You got one too? Let's, let's all this together. And the other That's a little nerve-wracking. Is it ticking? No. You open yours first. <laughs> That's really weird. I don't even know that person. Okay. Oh, it says fragile. And it says fragile. I hope it's not like a dead animal or something. Oh, I'll open it. Let's see. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So, you feel more alive, more energetic, more energetic. Juicing can give you a euphoric feeling. 
On top of all this, some experts believe that in order to consume the amount of nutrients in one 24-ounce glass of juice, you would have to eat 20 times the amount of vegetables. That's the, also the wonderful thing about juicing. Aww. It's a little good that's doing the bartender thing. Oh my god, that's so nice. What did we get? <laughs> Probably a picture. <laughs> you did. I Yeah, that's what I thought. That's so nice. Yeah. Is it of all... Oh, you guys week, need this right now. The week, the week that I'm not talking to him. Oh, exactly. Oh, I couldn't, I can't help it. There's no way I can not talk to him. I told him I'm so mad at you, but you made up weight? Yeah. This is a sign. This is a sign. Oh my gosh, does he know this? He said he didn't open it. He wanted you to open it first. Wait. Just a little guy, right? Aww. Aww. He did open it. Very happy. Okay. That's so cute. Okay. That's really nice. I love that. All right. Um, where are the 20 times. 20 times. Yeah. So that's an amazing thing about juicing is that if you need to get a bunch of vitamins and minerals in you quickly, you would have to eat like 12 bowls of vegetables. Nobody wants to do that and doesn't feel good. You drink one juice and you're good to go. So I love that too, but don't forget that we still need to eat our stuff. Okay. Other benefits of juicing, and there are way more, are endless. Improved energy, quicker brain function, better mood, ease inflammation, cancer support, healing. See, this is why I need a medical writer, because you can't say um, kills cancer. You have to say support, because you can't, yeah. So I'm not a medical doctor. Okay. Um, Ease inflammation, I probably put... um, takes away inflammation probably. So anyway, healing benefits for nearly all ailments and conditions. Supports a strong immune system, promotes healthy cholesterol levels, stimulates healthy cardiovascular function and blood pressure. Um, Bolsters sexual function, often referred to as natural Viagra. Aids in building strong muscle fiber, stimulates healthy metabolism. I definitely put up speeds metabolism up because it does, but I can't say that. I have to say supports. Um, or stimulates, uh, sub, subdue appetite and weak, oh, subdue appetite and weaken food cravings for sure. It is a great aid to use while you're trying to come off sugar and carbs. It is a great way to do that. Okay. Supports healthy fat loss and slows skin aging down. Promotes healthy blood flow. Great for nails, hair, color of the skin, bright eyes, intestinal health. Curbs bacteria growth, kidney, liver, and bladder health. Need I go on? And you can look up any ailment, any ailment, anything. And there is a juice recipe for it. All right, the list goes on and on. And we are still discovering more ways juicing is beneficial to one's health and life. Now that I have hopefully convinced you, it is more than just a time-consuming way to drink a pretty colored juice. Let's move on. <laughs> no. Let's move on to how to juice. I find many people have, have not tried juicing simply because they are intimidated by what machine to use, how to use it, and many people think they won't have the time to clean it or even know how to put it together. Believe it or not, I was one of those people. I wanted to juice for at least five years before I actually took the plunge but I had no idea where to start or how to start until I was talking to a friend of mine who told me she had recently bought a juicer and had been loving the juices she was making. This is a true story. I think it had to have been 12 years ago 
Wade and I were sitting at some little healthy restaurant that's now gone over near Juice and Java at the other end. I don't know if anyone remembers that place. It was they made, in the corner. It was in the corner. Remember I know, that? I don't know the name. Oh, I remember. Yeah. It was there. I love that place, but they didn't last long. Anyway, so Wade and I were sitting there. I had been really thinking about juicing, really thinking about it. And this lady comes over to Wade when I went to the bathroom and said, does she juice? Because her skin is really good. My skin was terrible. I had that much makeup on it. I felt like that was a sign. And that day I went home and started researching. Okay. And then I didn't need so much makeup anymore. Um, okay. I thought it was a perfect opportunity to start picking her brain instead of trying to navigate through my confusing and difficultly written juicing books on my own. My friend had suggested I go to Bed Bath and & Beyond and buy the simple Breville. We've already been over that. I don't even need to waste your time on that. Okay. Now what to juice. I often get told by people that they are afraid to juice or drink a juice because either they look gross, look too green, look like dog poop, or they just simply say, Ew. well, first of all, your juice need not look like anything that would be uh, regurgitated or expelled from anywhere in the human body. Actually, juices can be beautiful color. If you are new to juicing and can't stomach the thought of drinking your vegetables, then I suggest you taste, oh, you start with a sweeter fruit-based juice. Your basic healthy juice is the ABC. Apple, carrot, beet. Simple. I think it's a great way for people to start because it's not overwhelming in terms of vegetable and um, it's kind of sweet and has a lot of benefits. I would say probably like five big carrots, a big beet, and a regular apple is usually what I use. Um, and sometimes pea. Sometimes I add pineapple to that one. Hi. You stood us up last night. I'm kidding. We all have to reschedule. Yeah, I know, but Dean didn't get home from the Bahamas until almost nine. Wow. And I was working. Um, all right. Can sometimes pee. Okay, apple, carrot, beets, and pineapple. Beautiful in color, sweet in taste, and loaded with antioxidants. I would suggest drinking that for a week to get your taste buds used to the texture, taste, and idea of drinking your vegetables and fruits. Then slowly, I would add a vegetable to the green kind of the green kind to that drink. Spinach is good because it's not that bitter. Kale is more bitter. To cut the bitterness of all greens, add a lime. You can add fruit. I usually add, if it's green, I categorize it by color. That's how I figure out what juices I want to make. Whatever I have in the fridge, if I have a sweet potato, that's going to go with an orange, um, maybe an apple or a beet, right? Because it's in that kind of color category. The greens, I try to keep all green. Then my fruit is normally a green apple and a lime. The lime will cut the bitterness of the greens and the apple gives you a little bit of sweetness. It's really good. So that's how I kind of color code it all. Um, like I did the pears last week, so I just did a bunch of pears to juice them. Then I had a few left, so I did pears and ginger because it's like light and probably it went well together. That's how I usually decide. I open my fridge. Unless I'm trying to solve a particular health problem where I obviously need a particular recipe, all of it is good for you. All of it. So it doesn't really matter how you mix it. Mix it so you like the way it tastes. Um, but that is how I do it. I'll open my fridge and be like, okay, I have uh, spinach, I have kale, I've got a lime and some apples. Fine, I'll throw it in. If I have carrots and sweet potato, I'll do that. That's just kind of how I, how I do it. Literally anything you can juice. I don't like kiwis, but it comes in my box sometimes because I keep forgetting to tell them I don't like them. 
So I just juice them. Way better, way better than eating them. If you don't like something particularly, juice it and add some fruit to it, and then much more palatable. Um, oh, um, your poop will be red, and you will think you're bleeding from your tissue. You're not. I just yes, yep. We just went through that with Joanne. I'm like, yeah, I go, but it didn't look like the beach. She goes, trust me. It is the beach. I don't I, I, I just I just started juicing. So, you know, the medical medium ever talked about cell juicing. So good for you. So, so good. It is one of the easiest things because it's just a stalk of cell. Yes. I just take a whole stalk of cell. Exactly. I throw in a lemon and an apple or an orange. You know, that you and should not mix that with anything. Yeah, you know, that's and which is fine if you do because it's still extremely beneficial. But I, I was just because then I got like, yeah. yeah so I started making him celery juice in the morning. And I Wonderful. just put a little bit of orange because of yeah. the rice. They're like, it tastes like grass, which it kind of does because that's the celery. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's actually a good idea, orange. And it's orange. so easy because it's easy to, it's yeah. easy to walk. I know. You just Cucumbers. Cucumbers. It's really because it's very important. Yes. Yeah. I will talk about that. Celery, guys. Yeah. I was juicing that every morning. And then, um, some, you don't have... I really like to sleep till the last minute I possibly can. So sometimes I don't get to. I, if I don't, when I'm if I'm home around three, I will juice celery then, because ayurvedically your liver it's at its strongest at about three p.m. Your organs all kind of have their own moment during the day to be at its strongest. Like your liver is doing its most work between like three and four p.m. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So is that each organ has its own kind of time where it comes to the surface and does its own work. And that organ is receiving most of the nutrients around that time clock. So if you're trying to repair the liver, do it around three or four in the afternoon because it's gonna absorb the most around then. So then I just started doing it kind of around then. But honestly, if you wanna do it whenever, it's better than nothing, right? And if you wanna consume it the way you're doing it, way better than not doing it. Yeah, and just one, one, just one PS is I hate yeah. is I hate celery. Oh yeah, so it's better to juice. And it does, yeah, it, it doesn't taste as icky when you're juicing. Yeah. Jamie made a good point that I want to point out. Things like cucumber and um, well, even celery, but cucumber, any water hydrated fruit or vegetable, put first because that will add as your liquid base, and that will help to kind of dilute the. Um, intense bitterness of a lot of the vegetables. So you are absolutely right. Celery or uh, cucumber or even watermelon. Anything that's super hydrated. How do you juice that? Like the wine and all? Oh, no, 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 no. You just, you just do the red part. Yes. For that. No, I take the skin off. The only reason I take the skin off is because I just really don't like kiwis and I don't want any of that bitterness in Oh. Anything to make it worse. Lemon or lime, you leave the Lemon or a lime, for what? You leave the rind on? No. I take, okay, so any thick rinds, I take off. So if it's lemon, lime, kiwi, orange, or watermelon, I'm taking the rind off and, and doing that. If, it's an, if it has skin, different. Skin to rind is different. If it's skin, I don't take it off like an apple. But the rind, I do, because even though it's juicing it and putting the fiber to the bucket, it's making it work more. It's not great for the machine because it's hard to break down. And you don't want any of that bitterness left in your juice. So I always take this, take the rinds off of everything and leave like a skin on. No, that I don't. I pop that in. The seeds and everything, that'll sort itself out. No, I don't. 
the only thing I do literally is take off the, the outside and the peel and then I shove it in. Okay, um, let's see, we're old, so let's do the last page. Okay, although there are juicing recipes of particular vegetables, fruits, and herbs combinations to use for any ailment you can name, including ones you've never heard of, or mental or emotional conditions too, because a lot of time, I don't know if you know this, but anxiety particularly can be linked to a lack of nutrients, because serotonin, does anyone know where it's made? Serotonin is actually made in your gut, not your brain. When you have gut problems, it can be associated to depression and anxiety. A lot of people that have um, intestinal issues, digestive issues, also suffer from anxiety and depression. So just fixing your stomach with nutrients will help your mental clarity and your mental state. Right? Interesting. Because that's the one hormone that keeps you happy. Well, dopamine is released to the brain, which is like a drug. But serotonin you need running through you at all times to keep you know functioning and happy, that's made in your stomach. So when we treat our stomach badly and we feed it all kinds of crap and load it up with antibiotics, by the way, we become depressed and anxious. And the doctors aren't gonna link that because you know they don't know anything about nutrition for the most part, not everyone. Your husband is very different. Um, but yeah, I think to always keep that in mind. Yeah. Like a couple years ago, before I went um, vegan and now vegetarian, when I was having all of that gut problems, um, I definitely had some like anxiety and depression. One, I was just miserable because I was dealing with all those GI problems and making me miserable. Yep. But also, when I switched my diet to to all these things and I started juicing and Is all that. Is that why you switched? That's one of the reasons that I switched. Um, but I didn't know that. I didn't notice it. I switched all that because just of my gut issues. That's why I switched. And just because I had tried everything and nothing else was working. But then the, the side effect of that was more mental clarity, for sure. And that was the one thing that I kept telling my friends is, with, with regardless of anything else that was kind of going on, my mental clarity got better. I was like remembering things. Yes. You know, more, I mean, I mean, I went from like having, I would say, like I used to say, oh my gosh, my mom, my mommy brain, right? Mom brain, mom brain. Like and you think it's normal to have that fog. Right. Yeah. But in we but my, about that I mean, I, that year mm -hmm. I had two colonoscopies and endoscopy to try to like figure out everything that was going on. My, my, my digestive tract was like riddled with colitis. I mean, issues in my stomach, I had gastritis, I had all kinds of issues. And I mean, and I had tried everything. All the pills that they had given me, I tried it all. Nothing worked. I switched my diet. It all went away. And absolutely, you know, um, the, the, the anxiety and depression yep. was just came with it. You know, that mental clarity kind of came with it. And I, I mean, I, I say I'm a better version of myself exactly. than I've ever. Exactly. You're a better myself. version. Do you give your kids juices too? Um, yes and no. So I do give my kids juices. You can give kids juices, by the way. Yes. It's fantastic for them. Yes, and if I, if I can give them juices, I will. But you know, my, my youngest has like a bunch of you know allergies okay. to a lot of pitted fruits. So um, look that up. There's probably a juice for it. I guarantee. Yeah, and because you know, because I do a lot of pitted fruits in my juices, um, and that cross contamination in my juicer. That's one of the reasons that I just kind of like am weary about it. 
But yes, if they can have it, I definitely do it. Yeah. And I think that it's, and they love it too. I just dilute it with a little bit of water. Coconut water is excellent to dilute it with, it just makes it sweeter. Yeah, and I, and I, and I love coconut water, mm-hmm. by the way, and it's good for everything. Yes, Who yes. Coconut water do you like? I like the one, I like the, I can get the, the 365 at Whole Foods. Yeah, Because it comes in the box. Um, the box. Don't get the ones with the, the tin containers. The tins are not good. The best one that I found is called Harmless. Okay. It's literally like a pink color. I love that. That's my favorite. So that pink color, that is actually yeah, the color. Yes, that is how, yeah. if you open a coconut, it's never like clear. Mm-hmm. It's got some type What's of tint to it. Mm-hmm. Harmless. Harmless. It is expensive, but you know what? uh, About a month ago, I found that on Thrive Market. Let me tell you about Thrive Market. It has a lot. Okay, Thrive Market, you pay like a $30 a year membership to it, and your paid membership goes to give a free membership to a veteran or a family in need. All health products, and I mean almost everything, is wholesale prices. So I normally pay, I think, $25 for maca powder. I got it on there for 11 Yeah. Same brand. So wow. you pay the $30 a year. They give you a month for free, by the way. And you could look up anything on there before you buy from Amazon, before you drive to Whole Foods. Look it up on there and see if they have it because I guarantee you it'll be such a much better price. And they have it, like, separated by diets. And- yes. So if you're looking for something specific like gluten-free, everything everything is in that category. That they have in that category is under there. They have a lot of stuff. A and they're lot. Always adding they're stuff. Always now they have a whole line of cosmetics. I just yeah. ordered a couple things they've from got, them, like soaps and dog. And products. everything that they sell is you know good for the environment, good for the body. Nothing. It's not all organic, but it's all um, it's all healthy stuff, and all of it's like biodegradable. Blah blah blah. But the thirty dollars a month, uh, a year, is interesting because what they wanted to do was make it more affordable for you know families in need and for veterans to keep their families healthy, which I think is amazing. So um, yeah, check Thrive Market out. Um, I think that's a great one. Yes, and now you know about your gut and serotonin levels. So if you treat your body healthy with healthy food, you are way less susceptible to. Um, Bouts of depression and anxiety, really. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. Cooking vegetables versus just eating raw. Okay, so raw eating is a whole subject. I'm going to tell you about it quickly, and then I will do a seminar on that because, or a part of a seminar. Um, So, kind of the same as juicing. When you eat a vegetable raw and it's not cooked, you have not heated any of the nutrients. Therefore, its nutrient uh, profile is completely intact. So when you eat it, you are receiving a lot more of the nutrients. However, if you steam your vegetables just right, like to where they're that really pretty green color, not overly done, um, you still have a lot of the nutrients there. It's still extremely good for you, and it's good to eat warm things. Not everything should be raw, not everything should not be cooked because your digestive system also needs some warmth. Your digestive system, if you think about this, when it's burning calories, it needs heat, right? Your body burns calories through heat. 
So when you feed it something warm that's healthy, you can stimulate that action too. Um, you don't have to do it every day, but, but like if you're eat, eating like cooked something, whether it's soup or tea or warm vegetables, you are keeping that fire burning. Doesn't need to be every meal. And raw fruits and vegetables, to eat that raw is also, you have to make, that should be about 60% to 70%. The cooked vegetables should be about 30 to 40%. If you're getting the most maximum out of them. So for um, steaming versus like putting them in a pan versus baking them, like these, so this is where I- The only thing I would I say don't is know. don't microwave any any vegetables or if you if you, Want to receive any benefits from the food you are eating? Never microwave. I have not microwaved in like 10 years. Yeah. Anything or just? Anything. I don't microwave anything. If I do leftovers, I heat it in the pan. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 it's okay. Because, you know, I, I remember at one point um, I was making baby food. I know this is kind of like. Yeah, you know, but. But I remember I was following this group um, of making baby food. You know, you like. You you steam it or boil it, right. and someone's like, no, you need to boil it, not steam it, or steam it. I can't remember what it was, because you take out all of the nutrients, and yes. it ends up in the water, or something like that. I can't remember what they said, steaming but... Is steaming is best. That's your most optimum mm -hmm. to steam. Your back's bothering you. Um, that's the most optimum is to steam them, right? You want to lay on the beamer? No. Okay. So, like, if you're boiling, like, sweet potato to make, like, mashed potatoes, you should steam them, is what you're saying? Um, I think you boil... Don't you? You can't. Can you steam? No, you can oh, you mean if you're reheating it, or if you're? No, no, no. You can. No, you can. You can. You steam can potatoes. Okay. Yeah, you mash them up. But that yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. Like if you, honestly, I put that in the oven. I've never, I've never steamed a potato. Really? No, I've never steamed a potato. Did you make like cauliflower oh. mashed potatoes? Yeah. I don't make. I've never made cauliflower mashed potatoes. But I will. I will do that. Okay. Um, I just learned how to boil corn on the cob. So, you know, I didn't know. I had three. I had three or four, but fully husked and everything, or with the husk on, in the box for corns, organic. And I'm like, heck do I do with this? You just, you just <laughs> boil it. Oh, yeah, I went into Joey, it. and my son is a great cook, so I went into his bedroom, and I'm like, what do I do with this? He's like, well, peel it. <laughs> Thanks. How do I cook it? And he goes, what? I went, well, how do I cook it? And he's like, you don't know how to cook corn on the cob. I said, no, it's not really something I ever cooked. Yeah, he was like, you boil it. I just saw you raising corn. That's what I hear. What? There's not a lot of nutritional value in corn. I'll tell you about that. Yes. I don't think yes. I, I just saw a really good recipe for the air fryer. It was some on some. Yes. Commercial. You didn't for you Mexican post it? Corn. Oh no. no. But it was like Mexican oh, corn. Yes. Corn off the cob in the air fryer with some spices and. Interesting. Um. So <laughs> corn. Yes, right. I, I don't know. Corn, if it is not organic, is about the worst vegetable you can corn. put. First of all, not healthy for the digestive system. If you can't Obviously. tell that already. And two, um, it is the most processed and GMO grown food. Because it generates so much stuff. Corn meal, yes. corn flakes, corn mix, corn mix. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Even, no, so organic is not processed. It still has some nutritional value in it. It's good for like, if you're making a vegetable chili or a chili or something, to. Boil that and put the corn in it is a good idea. Yeah, a little bit, right? Filler. Or put it in a soup. Yeah, it's a filler. It's a good filler. I'm going to find a way to use it. Probably a soup. <clears throat> um, okay, now when to juice. This is our last portion. Then we'll get up and start working out, and then I can still answer questions and read because I can't do that. Okay, because hair. Because <laughs> hair. 
Um, now, when to juice? I've had people ask me often if a juice should be considered a meal. Oh, let me just say this one important thing. Lauren, uh, this week did your best efforts, right? Um, went and bought a bunch of juices from uh, Raw Juice. They come in plastic. It is the biggest gimmick that these people are selling you juices that have been pre-made in plastic. By the time you open that, I don't care if they did it 20 minutes ago, you sit it in plastic, put it in a fridge, you have no nutrients in that juice you just paid $14 for. The other thing that, that is impossible is that juice has to be consumed immediately. One, two, if you want to put it in the fridge for a couple of hours, you have up to four hours, must be in glass has to be in the in the like mason jars, right? In the mason cups. And you have to seal it tight. Anytime you see a juice in a plastic bottle in a fridge, please know it is a complete scam. So okay? even if I juice a whole bunch, right? Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna juice for the week. It's no, no. never. Can you or whatever. Freeze? Yeah. No. No. Because if it's too cold or it's too hot, you cannot drink it. Even even freezing it kills a lot of the Freezing is good if, like, you're going to put bananas into a shake or something, but I would not be freezing juices. And also, what are you going to put it in to freeze it? Glass? You can't put it in plastic. So you'd have to put it in glass, and I don't think you can put... No, it's plastic. You can freeze in glass, but you just have to make room for it to expand. Exactly. Okay. You have to leave space. So, I don't know. You probably could freeze it in glass, but, but truthfully, it needs to be consumed right away. You can never make it ahead of time. Two to four hours, yes, if you're going to put it in a fridge and glass. You know, but, last year I was coming in here, and I would stop on my way back from dropping off my kids. Or this couple years ago. On my way from dropping off my kids, I would stop at Roth every single day, get juices, almost, like, for two days or whatever it was. And I'd bring them into the gym, and I'd stick them in that fridge so that we'd stay while I went to go work out, and I'd just go straight home. Not a single person has that anything to me. Why well, didn't know? Otherwise, I would have told you that a long time ago. But honestly, um, when they make them fresh for you in, like, all of the places that make them fresh and they give it to you in a plastic cup with a straw, that's fine. Just drink it right away. Right. I mean, that's fine. But to store it like that, I would never, ever do that. So You can't. So there's, like, a raw juice place because the salon I once did, and it's, like, a five-day juice, three-day juice. It's expensive. It's, like, 200 Yep. But you stop it in the morning. You pick up your juices. In plastic for the day. Yeah. Off, now, if they did that, and the, and the cold, like cold pressed juices, and like, that's what we're talking about. The cold pressed juices is the biggest scam in the world. When I get, when it is, it's the dumbest thing I've ever. It, it just makes no sense. But you, but this is a perfect example of the FDA or the food companies picking up an idea. They hear us. We're all trying to be healthy, and we, and then they go and put they they monetize it and put it in plastic, and it doesn't work. It's dead, and you're paying fourteen dollars for this. The people that are making it and putting it in plastic, like raw juice, they probably don't even know. They think they're serving something healthy. I'm not saying that it's the place of business. I'm just saying that the whole concept came from the fact that we're all trying to be healthy. Everybody was talking about juicing. They figured they'd monetize off of it. It doesn't work that way. Cold press is is bullshit. Is it true that if you, like, cut a lemon and you put it back in the refrigerator, that it leaves a little nutrients? No. 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 You do that all the time. Yeah. No, and... Uh, a lemon is also great if you've just put a bunch of stuff down the garbage disposal. I always follow yeah, it with a half lemon. a lemon. Yeah. It cleans it out. out your garbage disposal, yeah. and it 
doesn't leave it like smelling disgusting. Yeah. I know. That's a great idea. So the pulp, actually, you can look up recipes for that pulp. Veggie burgers, quinoa burgers, soups. I can't. I throw it away. I can't even imagine doing that. I just throw it away. But compost is a good idea. Okay. Good. Good to know. I'll bring you bags of compost. I'm just curious. Uh, yes. Ours does not. I mean, I have well, to be like totally covert with it, but yeah. Well, we have stuff in our backyard. Like we build a shed, and I know we're not supposed to do that. But we built like a barrel thing to like turn it so it makes the compost stuff. I believe in five minutes. Okay. No, but that's okay. Okay. Um. um Lily, can you put like frozen food or frozen fruit? That mm -hmm. okay. I just wouldn't store anything in plastic. I mean, if, if you can help it. As soon as I buy my vegetables and stuff from, if I, if I'm buying things from the market, I take it right out of the plastic and I put it in the bin, in the vegetable bin in your fridge. That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for. So I throw everything in there. I try, I try to take everything out of plastic. Some things you can't, but I do. Um, but yes, it's completely fine to do that to freeze it. Just do it in not plastic. They have those containers you can freeze that are no BPA. It's the BPA you have to watch out for. So if it says no BPA, then you're fine. Um, Jamie's got to leave in five minutes, so I'll wrap this up, and then we'll start working out, and we can do, like, a powerful, quick workout. Is that good? All right. Um, when to juice. I personally use them as snacks between meals and sometimes with a meal. I try to consume at least two juices a typical day. Um, this is still true. Uh, another great question I hear is, can you add protein powder to your juice? No, why? We already know all that, right? You cannot add anything to your juice. Well, um, huh? I didn't know that. Do not add anything to your juice. Because it's the same as like um, eating the thing whole. Okay. It's interfering with the, yeah, the nutrient profile, as the professionals call them. Uh, because anything you add to your juice can interfere in the absorption of nutrients and the digestion process of the juice and you will not receive all the benefits you should. It should be just simply juice for the best results. A juice first thing in the morning instead of coffee will give you long-lasting, clean energy and will sustain you for hours. People are also curious as to what, whether or not you can make a big juice and refrigerate it for later. Unfortunately, fresh juice is really only at its best for about 20 minutes, that is true, after you make it. You want to consume fresh juice as soon as you can possibly, as soon as you possibly can, to get the most bang for your buck. After about 20 minutes, the oxygen in the air starts to deplete and degrade the nutrients from the juice. That is what it is. It gets oxygenated. So if um, you put it in a mason jar in the fridge. You're still going to lose 10%, but it's better than nothing, and it absolutely can be stored that way, and it's still going to be extremely beneficial. Especially if you make a big one, because if you lose 20%. Sometimes you, I've been doing this all wrong. That's okay. That's okay. That's what this is for, right? That's what this is for. About all the money. <laughs> I know. That's what I said to you yesterday. Okay. After about 20 minutes, the oxygen in the air starts to bleed. Furthermore, if you leave it out of the fridge for too long, um, can actually accumulate harmful bacteria. And it's important to consume. You know what? That is a very good point. If you leave it out too long and it starts to oxygenate, it can attract harmful bacteria. And then because it's a live food, harmful bacteria is very attracted to anything live. When you're drinking these juices, th think about the fact that these nutrients are really alive in your body. 
and they start to deplete, they start to die down a little bit, the more oxygen that it gets. And the more oxygen it gets, also the more risk you run of contamination. You need to go. All right, love you, Jamie. I will talk to you later. Um, I'll do that. Just, you, you leave it. I will do it. Let's see. I think that's it. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. Now I expect to see a whole bunch of people walking around in great moods with glowing skin, singing happily, and having bounced at every step. Happy juicing. All right. We are going to get up. Let's let's say bye to Jody. I'm leaving. Bye, Jody. We love you. And Joanne. Joanne. And Joanne. Oh, my God. Jody, I think, was on. No, I'm talking to Jody because we're recording this. Recording it so that she yeah. <laughs> on our way to see her summer. Yeah, so I'm literally talking to Jody. Okay. Love you, Jode. Was that live? No, it's not live.